GeekShowPodcast.com, and uh, welcome to the uh, latest news portion. I am your host, Kerry Jackson, and this is uh, our good friend, Marcus, who Hi. joined us. And let me get my sound effects here proper here. I'm sorry about that. This is a very professional uh, operation. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How, how, how is you? Well, is I'm, I, I had a great weekend. Uh, it was Mothra's Day. Uh, all weekend long, and uh, so I watched Godzilla movies. I loved it. And, uh, of course, everyone wants to know what we thought of the big movie this weekend. Of course, I'm talking about Human Caterpillar. Centipede. Uh, centipede? Yes. Human Centipede. Human Caterpillar sounds even better. Well, that would be. Human Centipede was... And where was that? It, it, was well, that on... it got released to a few theaters, but it actually got same-day released to On Demand. So I just watched it at my house in the HD, <laughs> in uh, on the Comcast. Was there anyone of note in this uh, project? Anyone of note? No, it, no, it's a, it's a, it's like a, a note. German or a, some filmmaker, and and the guy subtitles? No, it's oh. it's done in English. Okay. But the, the the guy who they get to play the doctor, the who who puts together this human centipede, and forgive me for not knowing his name off the top of my it's, head. Maybe that's all right. You can find it. He. Mike Gruber. He he is the creepiest character to hit film in years. It's what Freddy should have been. He's so over the top and he loved doing the centipede and everything. <laughs> like it's 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 brilliant. And you start going into this film and you think this could go into parody, this could go into farce, this could go into extreme torture porn. But half, about halfway through, you go, this could happen. You, they this, could make the human centipede? This could ha- like, heat goes through the medical... De- and you sever the yes. tendons. Yeah, this Dieter Laser. Dieter Laser. And, and, you know, and it starts off with the two girls, and they're going out, and they get lost, and they come across the house, and, and then you go, okay, typical horror movie. But then it changes, and you start realizing this guy's just a sick weirdo. Now, what is the human centipede? The idea of the human centipede is that he takes three people, and he joins them together, and he cuts he cuts the, the ligaments of the knees, so they have to be on the all fours. And then he takes one person, puts them in the front, and he cuts the skin from around their anus, so it's the subtained tissues underneath. And then he takes the lips off the other person, and then he makes flaps out of the face, and attaches the flaps and sews them, so her mouth is attached to his anus, and then puts the other girl on the back and does the same thing to her, so it's, it's three people who can't do anything but crawl that are attached to each other, mouth to anus. And then he feeds the first guy, and then obviously he... The first guy ends up, well, feeding the second person. And, and we all know how that's. And it just, it ends up becoming, like, really more awkward and uncomfortable. Yeah. And, and and it doesn't end like, you know, oh, uh, it, it just, uh, it's just like a, it's really awkward to watch. But I, I thought it was great. And me, and me and the wife watched it and just kind of sat there and went... Really? You know? <laughs> I, I highly recommend it. Okay. <laughs> I highly recommend it. It was only seven bucks to rent. Well, how do you lose? Yeah. Fill up the fill up the house, watch it. Yeah, get a bunch get, of people get over. Get drunk. And yeah. Throw things at the screen. Uh, well, okay. Now the movie they they want us to right. review is 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 obviously uh, the uh, the Iron Man, Iron yeah. Man two, and uh, we we talked about this uh, on Saturday. Yeah. Loved it. Loved it, 
And and mm -hmm. I and I, as I said, the haters are going to hate. Right. And sure. you're reading a lot of uh, well, it had its problems. Sure. And I'm like, well, of course, of course, of course it did. It had a lot of work to accomplish. This movie. Mm -hmm. It had to. It had to not only be an entertaining summer film. Mm -hmm. You had to do something more interesting with the characters, which I think they did. Uh, and uh, you also had to kind of hint at the movies that were to come. This, this, it had a lot to accomplish. Yeah. Now I, uh, I saw it uh, in a screening with a bunch of geeks. They all loved it. Then I saw it on Saturday, the screening with a bunch of just various different people. And I sat next to uh, uh, Gina's twelve-year-old uh, uh, boy and his two friends. And I predicted this, and I was absolutely right. As soon as the final scene happened, the first thing I heard from them was, "Wow, that was a long movie." And I, I, I was kind of right about that, is that there's some sections in the middle there that are talky and charactery and, and building up to the finale thing that uh, kind of, you know, a 12-year-old's uh, attention span is not going to be helped. And I'll say this, is the same thing that happened with, with Kick-Ass, is Kick-Ass got long. Difference is Iron Man doesn't feel long because Robert Downey Jr. Mm -hmm. and Sam Rockwell and Gwyneth Paltrow and Mickey mm -hmm. Rourke and all of these people are yeah. so good at what they do. It's not McLovin chewing scenery it's if robert i would watch robert downey jr just talk for two hours he doesn't have to do anything mm -hmm. but uh, there, i could see where kids would think that yeah but kids would probably also go back and think empire strikes back was boring a lot of chatty a lot of chatty stuff going on yeah but uh, but you and i both agreed that this was uh, this is a uh, really good uh, i know jeff gave it three and a half stars and i'm mostly seeing good reviews i'm right. seeing a lot of nitpicking uh, on behalf of the geek reviewers, but, I, uh, you I, know. I do want to say this to one person. I, 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 in, in going to respond to uh, somebody on Facebook when I posted uh, mm -hmm. what I thought, somebody said I liked it, except the bad guy at the end was. At spoiler alert. Yeah. <clears throat> well, you, if you're listening to a thing called Geek Show, you've podcast, probably seen you've Iron seen it, Man. So, but if you haven't, that's uh, where uh, he goes. The bad guy at the end was way too easy to to kill. And I said, well, to be honest, though. <laughs> Mickey Rourke wasn't the bad guy. No. Tony Stark was his own bad guy. He, it was much more hard to defeat Tony's demons, which are not dead yet, mm -hmm. than it was. Mickey Rourke was completely justified in what he did. Granted, he, he is a guy whose life was garbage because his father was screwed over by Howard Stark, and he wanted to get back at Tony. Much like anybody else would if your father was screwed over by a rich billionaire industrialist this and you right. were left with nothing. Yes. This and so right. he goes, he merely goes after him and he finds, you know, granted he was a violent criminal and he found his criminal way to do it, but he wasn't the bad guy. He just wanted revenge. And Tony showed in the end that, you know, it was, I mean, that whole scene with, with Nick Fury, he, he was his own worst enemy. And I think that is the that is the that is the bad guy, and that is the ultimate bad guy. I uh, <clears throat> but as far as uh, like just what I call pedestrians, mm -hmm. just the regular folks walking in off the street, the non you know the not initiated, right. they're going to have some uh, that that section in the middle. Like I said, unless they're really into it or right. they enjoy seeing Robert Downey or anything, they're going to be kind of yeah eh, whatever. Now, my wife was that way, of course, you know, but uh, uh, but I think that's the deal. But I do think this was. Uh, you know, everyone says, was it as good as the first? And the consensus seems to be no. And I, I, I'd say, no, it's, it's not good or bad. I'd say I'd put it on the same level. I really would. My, I'll say this. My wife, who watched Iron Man for the first time about two months ago, mm. she never watched it. We watched it in the basement. 
and she was like, this is amazing, she can't wait for the new one. This one comes out, we sit through the end, we watch the final scene, everything ends, and I turn to her and I go, what do you think? She goes, I want Iron Man tattoo. She wants to get Iron Man, like the the mask with down, like Downey, like flipped up with, oh, Downey's, with Downey's face. face. Like she wants the eye, but she wants an Iron Man. And I was, and she, my wife's not a tattooed lady. She's not like me. Mm-mm. She has one little one here, one little one there, but she wants a full color Iron Man tattoo. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that did it. I, you know, she sold, and she can't wait for Thor now, and she's stoked for Cap, and it, you know, she, she, I, with me talking to her, she got all the little Shield references and. When Cap Shield came on, she looks over and she's like, "Oh my god!" And I was like, "This is why I married you." Like she's amazing. So this so is that's that's it. It can't. I mean, it works on people who aren't. Uh, it it worked on everyone but Mickey Rourke. Uh, I have a story here. This is uh, <laughs> uh, Mickey Rourke, who plays Whiplash, Ivan Vanko, recently admitted that he doesn't know what happens in the film. I read my character. I did I did read a lot of the other stuff too clearly. I have no idea what's going on in the movie or what it's about to be honest with you. <laughs> uh, he says uh he says I kind of don't want to know what's going on. It's like in life I'd like to leave a little room for the unexpected. That's a nice uh, nice uh, answer there Mickey for just saying it. But you know what? You just don't know. Tell <laughs> you what though. Ivan's Ivan had a singular destiny and a singular focus in that film. So why would he need to know what's going on with Pepper Potts and and exactly. He all he needs to know is, I hate Tony Stark. He's my board. He's terrible. You'll lose. Tony. I need my You'll board. lose. I did like his line about uh, if you make God bleed, people will cease to, to believe in it. I thought it was a great little blood speech. in the water. The blood and in the, the sharks water. will come. Yes, that was a great speech. That whole sequence was was eerily reminiscent of of uh, you're a freak like me. <laughs> They're gonna turn against you. You know, it was yeah. It was very similar to except. Tony was not. You're just part of me. You know, he wasn't screaming at him. He was smart ass till the end. You know. Yeah. yeah. Where are you going to watch this? Oh, from a jail cell. Hmm. All right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so uh, there's a lot of great stuff in the uh, I- as far as uh, cookies or Easter eggs or whatever you want to call them in in the movie regarding uh, the upcoming, you know, like the Thor movie, and uh, we've got uh, the Captain America mentioned in there. Of course, uh, more cap casting is coming down the uh, the pike. Uh, a lot of people are very excited because, well, we told you this on Geek Show months ago that Hugo, Hugo Weaving is the Red Skull. Yeah. Uh, but now the uh, next uh, villain that is cast, mm. yeah, I don't know if you heard about this, uh, did you? Toby Jones, yep. who was the British actor who was in uh, uh, Infamous. He was Truman Capote. Yeah. Uh, he is going to play Ar- Arnim Zola. He's a scientist that works with the Red Skull, and he'll be working with Hugo Weaving. So there's your big news for today. Uh, in uh, If you don't know, Ar- Arnim Zola was a genetic engineer who created clones and various monstrosities for the SS, for Hitler. He also captured his own mental self, inserting it into a robot and survived the war. And in the comic books, you see it's like he's got a big TV screen on his stomach, and there's his face. Arnim Zola's face is on that, so we'll see. <sighs> Should be interesting. Uh, he was also Dobby the House Elf in uh, <laughs> The Lord of the Rings. I think you should show up uh, in, in Harry Potter. Uh, Harry Potter, yeah. I think you should show up as, as Dobby. <laughs> oh, Master Skull. <laughs> I'm Arnim Zola. <laughs> I, I never saw him, so I have to... Work my way through it. Okay, uh, let's see. We got some uh, quick news here, and then we'll uh, we'll just get to the episode. 
uh, the episode, which is called Zach Clark is at the Chevron. Uh, that's uh, the name of the episode. Uh, let's see. We got. Oh, here we go. Mission Impossible Four. There's been all this talk about, uh, mm-hmm. you know, whether J.J. Abrams is going to deliver it. If that means it's going to slow down Star Trek, all that. We do have uh, some uh, news that clears that up. Paramount Pictures has announced Mission Impossible Four is being pushed back. It was originally scheduled for May 27th of 2011, and now it will be for Christmas time, 2011. Hmm. And the director has been confirmed. Uh, Tom Cruise said to Empire Magazine, Brad Bird. Really? Do you know that name? Brad Bird. The Incredibles? Iron Giant, The Incredibles, Ratatouille. Yes. He's doing Mission Impossible He is directing a live-action film. Now, I mean, think about those movies. Well... I mean, they're three of my favorite movies. And not just cartoons, but, I mean, three of my favorite movies of all time are those. Well, and think about what they've done with Mission Impossible. And say what you will about the Mission Impossibles. I mean, the first one was, was, uh, oh, God. Um, uh, hmm? Who directed it? Who uh, directed it? First one. Huh? Anyone? Anyone? Look I, it up. No, I know who it was. Don't, don't say it. Anyway, second was John Woo. Third was, uh, was J.J. Abrams. Mm-hmm. Who, and I thought the third one was just the best. I, and it was amazing. But yeah. Brad Bird. Yeah. That. It's going to be very interesting. Uh, everyone who's uh, talked to Brad Bird, and, and I've interviewed him a couple of times. Brian uh, De Palma. He, Brian De Palma, thank you. He always said that he wants to do live action. When I, I interviewed him for Ratatouille and uh, I think The Incredibles when we came around on press tour. But he always said that he wanted to just be a director. And that's. I think it's great. I think it's going to be very interesting to see uh, how a... Uh, animation director goes to uh, to live action. Uh, let's see, so Clash of the Titans is going to be released on uh, DVD and Blu-ray on the 27th of July. It will uh, be of note because it will include a sneak peek at the Green Lantern film. I, I, now you got to buy it. <laughs> now you got to. You, you got to. <laughs> and uh, let's see, oh, now we talked about this. Um, Dark Crystal sequel to The Dark Crystal mm. called The Power of the Dark Crystal. That is moving forward. It's going to be done in Australia. But uh, it's a... Uh, Henson is still involved. It will be in 3D. But you're very excited about the new directors. Yeah, the Spirit Brothers, who just uh, directed... And it comes out tomorrow on Blu-ray. Please buy Daybreakers. It was the most amazing film so far this year, live action. As of this recording, which is on the 10th of May. 10th of May, so it comes out tomorrow. Um it, they also did a, a great uh, zombie flick called Undead, which came out, uh, oh, I don't know, eight years ago maybe, mm-hmm. uh, out of New Zealand. And they're, they're unbelievable. And, and the storyline for this, and for people who are wondering, this is going to be puppets. I mean, they are going to do very intricate, and they've been working on this. I think I saw uh, concept art and designs for this. Yeah. Five years ago. Yeah, this, I mean, is, this, been is being, uh, this has been kicked around for, for yeah. a while, um, but it's finally got the go-ahead with the director. Uh, the screenplay written by uh, Craig Pierce, who wrote uh, Moulin Rouge and Romeo and Juliet. The original script, uh, this is what he will base it on by Annette Duffy and uh, David O'Dell. Uh, it is uh, set hundreds of years in the future uh, from the first movie, when the world has once again fallen into darkness and follows the adventure of a mysterious girl made of fire who, together with a Gelfling outcast, steals a shard of the legendary crystal in an attempt to reignite the dying sun that exists in the center of the planet. Done. Sold. I'm there. But it's going to be a combination of the puppets, live action, um, CG, 
uh, all kinds of uh, different uh, multimedia, a multimedia smorgasbord. So, I'm sold. Uh, I hope it's, uh, I honestly was bored silly by the first one. So I hope. But when one, did you watch it? I was, well, I don't know. When was it released? I mean, I, I was, I Dark was. Dark Crystal, release date? 82. 82? Okay, I was just getting out of high school then. I, you know. I was six, seven years old and I, <clears throat> yeah. you know. Yeah, I, I was kind of bored. Anyway, all right, Nightmare on Elm Street, the uh, reboot. Uh, it did well enough that uh, they said that a sequel is already in the works. So it is, uh, it is moving forward. Had a 72% drop in box office sales this week. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's, uh, there's that. And, oh, uh, Kick-Ass, the sequel. The first will appear in comic form. Uh, Mark Millar is uh, launching, launching a comic magazine in the U.K. where it will premiere. The comic magazine is called, uh, well, it's it's called Clint's, but the way that the L and the I are placed, it looks like, you know, hit girl's favorite C word. <laughs> Chocolate? Yes, exactly. Okay. But uh, it's going to be called Kick-Ass 2 Balls to the Wall, and I'm sure that will uh, maybe be a film. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I don't know how Kick-Ass did Exactly. I imagine if it goes huge on DVD, which I'm sure it will. It will. Uh, then they'll go, well, we should look at it. So hopefully. So there's all that. Uh, listen, oh, and uh, this Saturday, oh, Saturday, Sunday, whenever it's on, Squid Billies, oh, one of my favorite shows on Cartoon Network's Adult Swim, debuting season premiere of Squid Billies. And also, um, this last weekend, Betty White hosted Saturday Night Live based on people going on Facebook and making it happen. Yeah. The new campaign, and please join this, is to get Tim and Eric to host Saturday Night Live. So go on your Facebook, find it, like it, join the cause, because if you haven't seen what Tim and Eric are capable of, to see them, what they could be capable of live on network television, please, God, make it happen. I have already joined that group. Uh, I think that there's a link on our Geek Show Facebook. Uh, <sighs> so it's out there. Look for it, and uh, let's make it happen uh, for next year. Uh, let's see, anything else? Oh, yes, your show. Uh, yeah, the, Coming the, up, the, the show. big taping. It's, it, as of today, we're only ten days away from it, and uh, at Kingsbury on, uh, on May 19th, and... Uh, like I said, I've got multiple net, uh, networks now that are interested. So, um, uh, you know, I, I need people to be there in order to film because without people, why, why, why film an empty? Yes. It's just me, you know. So, so be there, be part of it, be uh, be on TV. It's going to be, it's going to be awesome. It's, uh, it's my, you know, I fought to get it done here in Salt Lake. So don't make me, don't make me, <laughs> don't make me regret. That, don't make me regret. No, but please come out. I'd, I'd love to have you guys there. Love the Geek Show fans. It's uh, yeah, I think they're going to be there. I'm getting a lot of email people saying that they're going to show up. Nice man. Uh, also, don't forget, uh, uh, you know, Geek Show is on Twitter, uh, we're yeah. on Facebook, mm-hmm. and uh, we're all over the place. I want to thank Advanced Graphics if you watch us on Comcast. That big Geek Show logo that you see behind us in my basement—that's called a wall jammer. And if you go to AdvancedGraphics.com, you can get a wall jammer. Of just about anything you'd like. So uh, I neglected to mention them on the last uh, three shows we recorded mm. in the basement. So, please to enjoy the latest episode of GeekShowPodcast.com. Uh, review us on uh, iTunes and uh, spread the word. This episode is called, Zach Clark is at the Chevron. Please to enjoy. And welcome back to the basement. Oh, Yay! Uh, we need to put out a, a uh, disclaimer now. I've been told that we need to let people know officially when the dreaded 
third show is underway. This is this am it a dreaded third show. So get ready to cry into your own panties. Hey. <laughs> At least three civilizations will be offended before this is over. Except for not the Eskimos. It doesn't matter what we say about really? the Eskimos. They don't get mad. They don't like this show. No. They just don't listen they, because they don't they, exist. They do. They're they fictional. Do? They're Please. real. They're called the Inuits. <laughs> no, that's just one tribe. Oh, it is? That's one. Oh, that's right. You are the expert. Yes. On this. You, you forgot the Aglulic. I, I don't even remember. Isn't that how you do your taxes? Yes. I, Inuit? I, I, <laughs> I heard we have sponsors. Actually, I use a guy named Steve Trichier in uh, Roseburg, Oregon. He does a good job for you. Is he Jewish? No, actually, he's not. Oh, he's, okay. uh, he's a Viking. Are Vikings good at that? He's from yeah, Minnesota. He's amazing. He, he actually calls the, the <laughs> IRS and tells them that he'll smite them with thunder. Okay. Savage um, Let's uh, let's do the. Uh, <clears throat> now I need I need you all to know that uh, you're probably going to hear some uh, strange noise uh, every once in a while. Well, we're Besides, we're thunder guy. Can, uh, can you get a shot of that, uh, Brian? <laughs> uh, that is uh, the guy who uh, who does my my yard. His name is Spiro, and um, he is uh, a, a mighty Greek. He is uh, a very friendly Greek and uh, a little too friendly. I can't be here when he is here i usually see he's here on a wrong day he's supposed to be here when i'm at work because he likes me so much that he hugs me and he mm. is like got this retard strength he doesn't know <laughs> that he is that strong right luckily he's not smart enough to listen to a podcast or you'd be dead well the computer i'm sure is his enemy yeah. uh I, tells me not he looks like a superhero with his sunglasses on he's a he's a tough dude i would not want to mess with him but uh, he is he's What's interesting about him is he's got this great huge laugh. He sounds like uh, 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 oh shit, you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, I thought you were talking about me, but uh, no, my embarrassing no. laugh. Uh, he's got this great huge laugh. I love this guy, and he does a really good job. But he Santa. <laughs> Who's uh, uh, what's that Greek movie? Not Fiddler on the Roof, but the other one. Uh, anyway, Fiddler on the Roof is great. Gladiator, the famous Greek movie. Anyway, Zorba um, the Greek. What is it? Guns of no, it's Zorba uh, the Greek. Zorba the Greek. Thank I you. I just can't believe he thinks Fiddler on the Roof is Greek. Well, no, Tevia was okay. Tevia was Russian Jew. Wasn't Tevia Greek? Yeah, the guy who played him, Topol. No, uh, Topol. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but this guy is—he's really cool, but he just really doesn't know his own strength, and he really likes me. So there's 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 two problems here: is that he will hug me and, and pick spine. me up. And it just hurts, right? Right. The other problem is, is that after all year, all these years of working clubs and playing loud music at clubs, my hearing ain't great. But what? His, exactly, his accent is really, really thick, right? And I don't understand a word he says. Now, here's what it sounds like when he speaks to me. George Bush, carry my friend. That's all I get. I, he ends every sentence with. Kitty, my friend. So he's the cook from Muppets Take Manhattan. Yes, <laughs> I love the guy. I really do. He just uh, I <laughs> frogs, frogs is people. He rats me. is people. Peoples is people. And you should you should have him do your yards. He's very good. Spiro Papadakis. I would uh, have him come do my yard, but if Spiro and Oma actually ended up in the same you know time zone, uh, <laughs> it would be a, a scary, confusing mash of cultures and accents. But he's got this great loud laugh, and he, he's he's. Anyway, <laughs> that sounds more like Santa Claus. There you go. That's, that's how he laughs. He's got the. It, it could be evil. It could be friendly. It's. Yeah. He's great. Anyway, uh, love you, Sparrow. Uh, 
Hey, how about those sponsors? Hope you don't have Comcast, Channel One, Utah On Demand. <laughs> he does now. Right? He does now. His friends have told well, there's him. there's only now 40,000 people who can tell him yes. about this. I, oh, I love Sparrow. I do. Uh, anyway, uh, PCLaptops.com. Who do I love more? Well, it's a toss-up. Zach Shutt, Dan Young, I don't know. I'm voting oh. Zach. I know that Dan Young loves Zach Shutt. In a very special way. Mm-hmm. A three-in-the-morning kind of way. Yep. There's that three-in-the-morning kind of love that is rarely spoken of. It's really special to me, Carrie. Mm-hmm. I know. Does it involve gun barrels? Sometimes. Uh, sometimes. <laughs> right in the mouth. Sometimes. Uh, so uh, PCLaptops.com. Uh, com, uh, Dan has this new cool uh, machine, this laptop that is amazing. Uh, the PCL777 Devastator with the Intel Core i7 processor hyper-threading technology. Uh, he is referring to it as an insane laptop. Don't let that frighten you. It will not harm you. And if you get a All seven, the keys seven, are on in the wrong places. If you get a, uh, <laughs> if you get a seven 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 Devastator, you can actually see plans for something Dan's working on called a T two thousand. And the Death Star. Uh, it's got the. Uh, you can get the uh, desktop. Uh, um, it's got more power than a desktop. It's it's a laptop, and it's got. Uh, you can get up to half a terabyte of solid state drive. How much is half a terabyte, Zach? Lot. Huh? 500 gigabytes. How that's, much is that? That's a lot of porn is what that is. That is. 500 gigabytes? <laughs> a lot of midget porn. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know about that. Well, yeah. It's tinier files. I say, it's, you can fit more midget porn that's in than regular crazy. porn, right? Exactly. Crazy. It's, it's smaller. Great dude keeps looking in here like, oh, what is going on in there? I know they're talking about me. <laughs> I trust them <laughs> with my better strength. My friend. Uh, let's see. It's uh, uh, anyway. So go see him. It's got this huge uh, 17-inch high-def screen. Uh, he says that it's, it's it's about the size of a standard laptop. Maybe a tiny bit heavier, but that's worth the price, I think, uh, for the uh, the terabytes. I just and tell people room. it's eight inches bigger than Ron Jeremy. <laughs> uh, the uh, 777 on sale for the lowest price ever. Uh, get a hold of him. You can get it for $67 a month OAC. PCLaptops.com. Go and see Dan. We love him, and he loves you, and uh, we are a happy family. And uh, we've actually kept Dan as a sponsor for over a year now. How has that been able to happen, Zach? That's amazing. He loves us. That's I a guess. lot of love. Holy crap. How long coming upon two this? years of this dog and pony show, huh? Yeah. Really, Zach? A month yeah. shy in May, right? Yep. Hmm. Oh, wow. Shit. Okay. Do you remember uh, how good it was back when it started? No, it, it wasn't as good because we oh, didn't swear. That's true. <laughs> uh, let's see. Xmission.com is uh, the other sponsor of this uh, uh, fiasco. Locally owned and operated. Support your local businesses wherever you are. We are here in Salt Lake City. Uh, products include uh, internet connections, web and mail hosting, and co-location packages. Uh, xmission.com, a, a favorite of many of our uh, Geek Show podcasters who email me. I see a lot of xmission.com. Uh, they also uh, are uh, zero downtime with uh, hospital-grade power and secure primary and secondary backup systems. Uh, buy one month of xmission DSL, and they will give you uh, two months free. If you mention uh, Geek Show Podcast, Geek Show Podcast says, hey. Hey. Uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> doing it again. Xmission.com. Uh, go see them. Also, uh, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Dave at Dr. Volt's will hang on to your comic books until you need them. <laughs> don't, don't abuse that, by the way. I've abused that. I haven't been there in three years. Where are my comic books? Uh, that, believe me. There, that happens. That, that happens. Really? That happened with one guy. I, I saw most of our holds are a little, like, file folder kind of thing. This guy was a room. Whoa. <laughs> don't abuse that, Ooh. would you please? Uh, go and see Dan. He will uh, make sure you get uh, the stuff that you want, not just comics, but toys and games and all that stuff. Uh, action Dave. figures. Dave, what did I say? Dan. I said Dan, Dan the Laptop Man, sorry. Uh, Dave. Dave. 
from Dr. Bolts. Sorry, dude. I'm sorry, uh, Dave. Go see him. Uh, 2043 East 3300 South. Get a hold. It is free. And uh, uh, don't forget that uh, you get a discount if you uh, have a hold with. And what is what do we tell them for from Geek Show? Geek Show says hey. 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 Hey, hey, hey. I think the proper response should be hey to Geek Show, don't you? Yeah. Hey. Okay. Well, we'll when I, whenever a stranger, I'm tired now. Whenever we'll a stranger says it to me in the store, I just go, please don't stab me. Uh, I'm going to introduce the panel real quick. That's it. Hey to Geek Show. Please don't stab me. Uh, Scott Pierce, Deseret News. Hey. Hey. Um, doesn't answer his emails. Jane no. Barnson, children's educator, and uh, guy what does stuff. That's me. Yeah. Um, and Jimmy Martin, uh, you're at slugmag.com, uh, film critic, professional, and uh, one of the greatest Neil Diamond impersonators I've ever heard in my really? life. Really? Yeah. Does Neil Diamond better than Neil Diamond? It's amazing. Um, random guy what paid to be here? No. And well, don't just I don't. gloss over <laughs> it. Uh, <laughs> Uh, He's the most important. I was giving somebody a chance to jump in and introduce the guest. This is a, this is a gentleman who has paid uh, uh, money to be here, strangely enough. Yeah, uh, he donated money to le- leukemia lymphoma. So again, that, to fight against, leukemia against. lymphoma. Right? Uh, yeah, that's right. We clarified that upstairs. We got confused. He doesn't want to give it to people. That's my thing. Right. Uh, <laughs> and uh, let's see, your name. Uh, introduce yourself, sir. Uh, uh, my name is Chris. Chris? Chris Gun- uh, Gonzalez. Gonzalez. Chris yeah. Gonzalez, who, uh, $200. Welcome to show, sir. Thank you. Well played. Thank you, uh, Spiro. Hi, Spiro. He just, he's just parked his machine right outside the door. Why is he mowing the patio? I know you're introducing your guest. I'm going to ruin it. And why, why is he wearing a mediocre show shirt? Hey, what? It- All right. <laughs> why is he not wearing pants? <laughs> And Kerry Jackson, no. he is x96.com. Oh, oh, and let's not forget uh, Zach Shutt, oh, uh, our super producer and evil, evil genius. ZachShutt.com. Come to my comedy show. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, huh? How many tickets have you sold? I don't know. A uh, hundred no, thousand. No, it's coming. <laughs> They're a dollar each. Come to my comedy show or don't, you fucking dicks. I don't care. It's Comcastic. It is. Uh, let's see. Let's begin. Uh, I promised that we'd start with Marvel versus Capcom. Yep. Gamers say that we ignore them, and I'm sorry. He said that a week ago. The gamers, and, and, you know, I would represent the gamers a little bit more, but I noticed that the panel is not so much on the video games and a lot more on well, the comic the books well, and the movies. Well, and that's why I, you I need to. You need right, to make sure they get represented. I'm going yeah. to E3 in a month. Hey, there we there's, go. I want a, a full report, please. You'll there's, get it. There's some badass stuff coming out for video games. We know that Pixar is actually working on an Incredibles video game. We know this because there's a lot of downloadable content for existing video games mm-hmm. uh, for Incredibles product. Marvel vs. Capcom 3 looks badass. I was going to say, that's what that's what they're very proud of. Yeah, the trailer the trailer for it right now has Ryu fighting with Wolverine, and it looks great. The cinematics on it are, are, uh, are just stunning. And what we're seeing a lot with the with the next-gen gaming platforms is that your cinematics and your video games, not much difference. That's what it's uh, – that's another thing that they – you know, you wrote this, didn't you? I did. Uh, basically. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 3 Fate of Two Worlds is what it's called. Mm-hmm. Do you know when it's released? Because this story – I don't, but there is a scene in the cinematic, and you need to watch this. Uh, Morgan is like this uh, really busty vampire chick, and she's flying around fighting with Iron Man, and uh, mm. she's kind of a succubus, so it's it's an interesting thing, having a womanizer and you know a demon that seduces people. Well, now, now, that's the thing that, uh, that they have changed about this one. Uh, they, uh, the, the Marvel guys, uh, said that they wanted to have a not just a fighting game. Right. They wanted to have a storyline. 
in this fighting game, which is which is new uh, for for most fighting games. So uh, they've gotten together with the with the game developers and they've written a story. Uh, now there are going to be uh, at least thirty characters to choose from. Uh, three on three tag team fighting is that uh, mm, yeah is that normal? It, it is. I'm, I'm it, not much into fighting games. It, so it just kind of allows you to tag in and out. If your character is getting a little weak and doesn't work oh. against the one you're fighting, you can tag someone else in. Oh, okay. So, you know, you can have your uh, your your Dan Gojuggy from Street Fighter and Cyclops teamed up against Captain America. And now, here's the thing that will upset you. Uh, it is only going to be on PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. There are no plans for an arcade, computer, or Wii version. I have a PS3. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, so I know you like them on computer. I did, and then I bought the PS3, and now I don't remember what my computer looks like. I have to say, I don't game on my computer. I've got no. one game. I've got Dungeons and Dragons Online because I, I still got to you know represent with the with the role playing games, but that's the only one I play on the computer anymore. Uh, let's see here. It says uh, here are the characters that uh, are going to be in the game. You got your Wolverine. You got your Hulk. You got your Iron Man. You got Ryu. Probably Deadpool. Darkstalkers Morrigan, mm-hmm. Resident Evil's Chris Redfield mm-hmm. uh, will be in the game. Uh, hints at the appearance, Captain America, Super Scrawl. That's the guy right there, Scott. That thing? That guy yeah. there is Super Scrawl. He well, was you asking have about Chun-Li it. Chun-Li and hopefully without the giant thighs of doom. Yeah, Chun-Li, Deadpool, Felicia, Dante, Nero, Spencer. Oh, no, it says here, uh, it's, uh, Deadpool, Felicia. Dante, Nero, Spencer. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm reading this different characters. Dante, uh, Nero, Spencer, Wesker, Mephisto, Rad, Spencer, and Doctor Doom. And Felicia's like this crazy, okay. crazy kung fu fighting chick that wears a little white kitty outfit. So is that like fire in his hand? Yeah. Uh, I, thought it was a, the, I thought it was a melted lollipop. He's a scroll. He's got all the powers of a Fantastic Four. He's a super there needs to be an unlock for Diversion X. The, prob- the, problem with <laughs> the problem with all these video games are, though, is that, you know, um, okay, if, if, if you're not in a relationship, if you don't have kids, if you don't have a, a career that you're invested in. Go on. Uh, You've <laughs> you got, you got time to play video games. But, I mean, I just bought God of War 3 a couple weeks back, and I've been able to play it for maybe two hours. Yeah. And so that's that's why we don't cover the game news so much, because there's some guys on the forums especially that, you know, they, they eat, live, and breathe video games. you got time to do that. Yeah. Got, we just that's weirder than I've vegan. Got, yeah, I've got five or six hours of spare time, and I'm usually going to spend that with my family. So, or editing this podcast. Or editing this. <laughs> Let me just make the job a little. I'm going to be editing this fucking podcast. So, I think we should all give him a little bit of work. Lee is uh, Lee is responsible for the uh, safe for work edition of the podcast, which appears on the website a couple of days later. Oh, uh, balls. Lately, the same the day. day of. Last two weeks, I've been getting them. Yeah. Same, same day. Yeah. Very good. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. That's fucking ridiculous. Fucking Every time you do that, and you, I'm leaving that in. You create. <laughs> <laughs> you create work for him. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so uh, there you go. So, oh, uh, he's got Pierce said the F word. Now I've got some uh, some other uh, gaming news uh, here. Shannon didn't make him. <laughs> right. <laughs> there is a Star Wars Cantina game on iTunes. Oh boy, is that like competitive eating? Now listen, listen to how this this Guitar is hero. this is really really <laughs> messed up. Um, using restaurant management uh, sims like oh, Diner geez. Dash as a blueprint. Fucking George Lucas. Cantina puts you in charge of the Tatooine's roughest dive bar. I'm worried. No droids allowed. Hang More on. blue milk. I, I want to see if Brian knows the name of the Cantina. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it has a name. What? Yeah, you piece of shit. He don't doesn't, you know anything about Star Wars? He doesn't own it, though. He's just the bar. Well, it's just I, I would think he knows. Uh, I don't think so. 
Okay. Whoa! <laughs> All right. Uh, the, uh, it's by the way, Brian's been drinking it's, so much that he's sitting there. It's Fud Ruckers. It's a Chili's. <laughs> Fud Ruckers. Flair. You know, I like that better than this name, so I'm going to go with TGI Empire. The Thirst of Bartha. Boring Fud Ruckers. Your job is to sling drink orders quickly and accurately. It's goddamn, Blue milk. It's goddamn tapper. It's Flo's Diner with war. Uh, uh, accurately to a host of demanding, disgruntled customers. Would you like some chili cheese slugs? It's, it's Diner Dash, right? In, including trigger-happy Rodians, burly Gamorians. Or is it Gamorians? Yeah, okay. yeah, one of them. I, it's not in the movie. Who cares? Poor it's boys. true. <laughs> uh, Stormtroopers storm and wanted men with death sentences on 12 systems. Oh, cool. Uh, keep the locals happy to maximize tips. Use uh, the space bucks to customize your watering hole with upgrades. I hope you can follow Ponda Baba back to his architecture firm. Ooh, go deep with career mode or enter the quick play endless shift mode. See how long you can keep up with the marathon stream of parts patrons. You know patrons. what? Uh, fuck this. Let's get back and to let's Let's take these next-gen platforms and bring back Pod Racer. I don't like this drink. I love Pod Racer. He doesn't like it either. <laughs> <laughs> Why you give me this? I'm a Toydarian. Toydarians can't get drunk on this. I'm lactose intolerant. I can't have your blue milk. <laughs> that'll, that'll, hey. be a, that'll, that'll be a bar in Soho. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, let's see what we got here. Oh, now, you know, uh, Chris. Well, it's our, our guest, Chris, who paid to be here. I did give Why? you an assignment, didn't I? Yes, you did. I told you to come with some topics and stuff to talk about. And I did. So... <laughs> Hit that's, us with it there, Chris, I, and we will go. And that's another thing you need to know, Chris, is that uh, this is a swim with the sharks kind of thing going on here. You, if you have something to say, you got to jump in, all right? No problem. Don't, don't worry. well-oiled comedy yeah. machine. Don't worry about hurting anyone's feelings because the sensitive <laughs> ones aren't here. Obviously. Uh, <laughs> we, have, we have no feelings. We have no feelings. We are, uh, I have the heart of a small we child. Are, we are the board. <laughs> At home in a jar uh, on my dresser. So... Uh, <laughs> Nice. So go ahead, Chris. Take it away. I'm going to abuse my geekdom a little bit here. Fine. I was uh, in public. Oh yeah. Too much. You'll go blind. (laughs) That's a myth. (laughs) He knows. I'd be walking into walls if it wasn't. Every day since I was 11. (laughs) Anyway, so I posted this on Facebook, and none of my friends had a response for it. If if Spock. Keeps going the way he is. You know, you got the regular Spock, and then you got the old Spock. Okay, we're in the new movie. The new movie. So, okay. so, so I wanted to, I wanted to bring the suit. I just want to say Prime. thanks for watching yeah. my movie. <laughs> thanks for, for, for watching my role. Right. Um, if he doesn't, if he stops the star from going supernova, what does that do to the future timeline? If he st- okay, which uh, you mean? It, it, if he the, were to stop Vulcan. From destroying. Well, no, is that what if you mean? it was to stop the star that destroyed Long. Oh, Ronnie, we're it's talking. Not, it's uh, not going to matter because it's an alternate timeline. So oh, but you're talking it. about if the young. If we're talking about Gay Spock. Yes. Okay. When he gets old, or like Straight <laughs> Spock. Yeah. If he then stops the star from going supernova. Yeah. That's oh. fascinating. Okay, so. But, so at the beginning so, of the movie? No, no. Or, what he's talking about is as. Oh, he already as has the, that knowledge. As the, um, as the Zach Spock ages, okay. when he gets to be an old man like the Leonard Nimoy Spock, oh, you're what, right. if, what if that Spock stops the star from I, going I think, supernova? I think what, that might end up being a timeline that they explore because the Vulcans being homeless, they may end up trying to reunify with the, with the Romulans with the even Romulans, sooner. Yeah. You know why he won't do that? Because he won't get to Mac on Zoe Saldana. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is true. That's a complicated question. <laughs> do you do you have an answer, or were you just throwing it I, out there? I was right? just throwing it out there. I have no idea. I. That's okay. <laughs> Except that no on that one for a while. Well, because well, if you think that about that sure timeline, he mm. could. I think he could save Romulus, but he couldn't save. He couldn't save Vulcan. No, that's done. That's already but, happened right. in that timeline. But but if he saved Romulus, would that would would that stop Nero from doing it? And then exactly. right. But if Nero well, does that Vulcan. off of their no. timeline, they're just going to create another alternate. I timeline. would say no because by the time we get to that point, it's like hundred It's going to be it'll be Nero's future at that point. It'll be. He will have already gone back and done it, so I, I would say no. He so there say, would be there would be whatever, but he can't save whatever Nero would be in that timeline. So there's a time. There's a time. So there would be a timeline. Oh boy, this is good. This is too many chalk lines. Wait, 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 wait. See, no, you're you're going. It's too many chalk lines on Doc Brown's chalkboard. All right. It's not. It's not that complicated because one thing that will probably happen is body. What would happen right here is we the lines fuse down right there, but then we'd separate down here. Old Spock is going to go straight to Romulus and start unification a hundred years early. And if we followed this timeline to its natural conclusion, I'd still be on taxi. And this is going back. This is exactly why I would shoot Biff Tannen with exactly. one of my full bullets. And it would never happen. But I think it's going to be a big, like a big circle that, or, or like a loop. The circle of life. Because, because here we have old spot going to here, and then we're going to go back to the past, and then we'll loop forward again. This sounds like a fucking episode of Lost. And so where's <laughs> Actually, the polar bear? sounds like flash forward. <laughs> sounds like several episodes of Next Gen, too. But it, yeah, that, if, that's if, what I was thinking. If, if Spock Prime's big thing had been unification with the Romulans, then he'd probably go and do it early. He's already got the proto of the Black Matter. So, so he's going to go do a big kind of boring two-parter of next generation basically yeah yep. and then data will show up but it would be one of those things where they they could actually set the unification thing forward that would be an, a kind of an interesting backstory oh, my fucking head hurts and, uh, and my they, question is my, my nose is bleeding is, supposedly the romulans just left a thousand years earlier how do they have time to populate this world with billions of them there may have been. They like to hump. There may have been a billion of them. I mean, that was the thing. It was, it was a, a civil war that split the Romulans. Yeah, but it was supposed the, to be a smaller breakoff group. Yeah. Maybe there was nine billion. See, this people is why on you can't planet, think too right? hard about this. I need my constant. And maybe they like have babies quicker. And yeah. you know, they have babies have quicker, but they live three. Maybe they years. bred them in tanks. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Which leads to this. Since Good we're question, on, by the way. Since we're on Star Trek. Okay, I saw this on Trek movie. Dot com and it, it just pissed me off. And my printer stopped working, so I only got some of the information. <laughs> you should put it on Shannon's phone. Put it on my phone. That so, pissed yeah. him off even more. It did. Uh, so uh, Zoe Saldana has been out promoting The Losers, and uh, people have been asking her about Star Trek and when's it coming, and it's not for a while, and blah, blah, blah. And she was asked, uh, do you think in this next one, because of the situation with uh, the Vulcan being destroyed, and and now he's in. I love that line in that movie. By the way, I am now an endangered species. I love that line. Anyway, um, I say that every morning when I get up. <laughs> <laughs> so, th- that was the question: was is Spock going to stay with Uhura? Well, yeah, and make more half breeds, or will he? Yeah, strictly uh, to to repopulate the species, have to go but, to Vulcan. But wouldn't, he seems, he, wouldn't they be quarter breeds? I mean, they wouldn't quite be half breeds because he's a half breed. Well, if there's one, ah, I didn't think about that. more importantly, <laughs> if there's one thing I learned right. from Vanessa Williams, even if your grandpa's black, you're still black. 
Is that right? Well, Mary that's too? they kept saying. And Vanessa Williams, mm-hmm. uh, her her, I think it was her father. Her mother was was mulatto, and the other one was was white, but she was still considered. So black, so she, the same thing with Halle Berry. Right. So uh, so she said, "Well, I'd I'd like to see their uh, that addressed. I'd like to see some drama between those two and all that." So they did. What a, about Nurse Chapel? What about Nurse Chapel? And who's going to play her? And how hot is she going to be? Oh, and how much am I going to love her? It'll be a McCoy thing. Okay. There you go. Oh, that would be great. McCoy will get there it on. Because it's a new timeline. We can do what we want. There you go. That's um, still, I need, I need Nerf Chapel. It's game. amazing. So here's, here was the poll that they did on this. And this is a Star Trek website. This is for Trekkies, right? So, of course, it got real technical. <laughs> it did, it, unnecessarily. But here was the poll that they did. Uh, Spock, Uhura in Star Trek sequel. Time space! Uh, do you uh, want them to uh, continue their relationship? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you want uh, uh, less? Not logical or, for them to love each other. Or should uh, should Spock? Yeah, is it not logical? That was the other one. I, again, my printer didn't work here. But it was like overwhelming that these Trekkies didn't want this relationship to continue. No, those Trekkies can That's choke. the exact reason. Seriously, to do it. they need to and beat a phaser. Exactly. That, it, just what Jimmy said. That's why we should do it. It seemed like uh, uh, that... fuck you, Trekkies on TrekMovie.com. I'm sorry. Uh, your Star Trek sucks. That uh, version the of new Spock, Star Trek. They opened it up at the end when Sarek flat out said, "I was with your mother because I loved her." Why would, when he yeah, yeah, but for a sequel, why would you start a relationship in the first one and not continue it into the next right. one? Or, exactly. or bring some sort of uh, drama to okay, it? Okay, here's you know? here's, yeah, the, exactly. here's the drama. Something shitty happens to your her, and Spock goes ape shit. That's you know that would be good. I mean, kill you, her off. You know the guys. No, don't kill her. But <laughs> you know, you know Vulcans are strong and they're ferocious, and when they actually lose grip on that on that emotional control, they're almost berserkers. Have her kidnapped. Give her a Viking. Yeah. Get get Spock a Viking <laughs> helmet. And... Star Trek twelve colon pun far. <laughs> you just like saying colon. <laughs> uh, wrong with not you. as much since uh, Marcus left. I'll get the gun. I have a little bit of Star Trek stuff too. Oh, what do you got? No, this is real. Okay, there is a documentary that's been made that doesn't have a distributor yet called Trek Nation. And you can go check out the trailer for it on uh, treknationmovie.com. And it sounds really cool. I watched the trailer this morning. And it's uh, not just about fans. It's about the journey of Rod Roddenberry, Gene's kid, who apparently fucking hates Star Trek. Wouldn't you, then? (laughs) Really? Well, you'd have to. Well, so it says the son of uh, Gene Roddenberry venturing into a world his father created. uh, In order to do so, he must dive into the heated world of fans that has avoided his entire life. Um, so does he hate so Star it's Trek kind of like or does a road Star movie. Trek fans? Because, yeah, there's a difference. It says it's <laughs> a, there is. It's a loving road movie about a man trying to understand uh, his now... I think his father created. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I just wanted to say, now you know how I feel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, trying to understand uh, his now-deceased father, and is also a rare opportunity to talk to uh, Trek with some very famous people, Including George Lucas, who I saw in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, George J. Lucas talking about Star Trek? Yep. Won't the world explode? J.J. Uh, Abrams and others. <laughs> Abrams? Uh, yeah. So it looks at, I don't know. Go check it out, trekmovie.com. Still looking for distribution, but it looks, it's re- looks like a really well done It movie. sounds like a really good story, actually. I mean, when your father does something like that, you either follow right in his footsteps or you go completely in the opposite direction. You, either, always, you, pull, a, you pull a Tolkien Jr. Well, I've always, yeah. I've always felt that uh, if you want to make sure your kid is not into something, 
you embrace it. Yep. I had a friend who called me and said, oh, my God, Pokemon. It's all about the goddamn Pokemon. What do I do? And I said, you need to learn all about it and embrace it. Because once Dad likes it, it ain't cool anymore. And that's, that's how you um, stop it. I, he called me a month later and said, you win. Check out the cards I just got. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't work with my kids. It may not work with all kids. but uh, I get into something, next thing I know, my kids are into it. But I'm cool. That's because you're... No, I'm talking about drugs. Shannon, is there a release on that one? Or? No, it just no it doesn't release. have a distributor. But if yeah. you go, go watch the trailer, it looks really, really good. So it's just called Trek Nation? TrekNationMovie.com. I'm, I'm, think, I'm thinking about you know your, your average Star Trek fan. And most of us are, are fairly passive of our love of Star Trek. We get real excited about it. We'll talk about it. But mm-hmm. I've had a couple run-ins lately with uh, what I think the most common type of Star Trek fan is. And I can see why somebody would be turned off by it. You know, conversation I had with somebody just last oh, night. Oh, I know, Same I exact know. Thing. I was just like, wait, wait just a second. I know a lot about Star Trek. I I, I embrace Star Trek in ways that, that your average fan wouldn't. Mm-hmm. And you're scaring me right now. Oh, I that's, know. That's exactly where I was at with this person. I run into that all the time. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, seriously, we've reached a point now where you're not just a fan, you're scary. Well, I've said it before, but I hate the whole, you know, people making a living out of finding continuity errors. Yeah. You know, because people it's without like a, jobs, it's Scott. A, it's a TV show. There's continu- continuity errors in all TV shows. The little mistakes get made. It's, yeah. It's a TV it's show. Because, it's because humans make them. <laughs> Not robots. Humans. Robots. Oh, robots yeah. will make them soon. Yeah, we, 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 had a, we had a thing at a Star Trek convention the three of us went to, oh, yeah. you know, 12, 13, 14 years ago. Yeah. And they were doing their, their, uh, their little um, pop quiz in the auditorium. It was Marina Sirtis, and she's answering all these questions. And our answer to everything was, in truth, is there no beauty, or whatever the name of that episode was. And we kept screaming it at the top of our lungs for everything. So she'd be like, what is the name of Riker's blah, 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 blah? Sit on the edge of tomorrow! <laughs> over and over and over. And, and they were getting pretty pissed off at us because we weren't taking their little cabal. Yeah, Good. So their little thing seriously. And, and again, that's always been the, uh, the theme of this show. Is uh, it's it's okay to laugh at Luke Skywalker and realize he's a whiny, a whiny bitch, bitch, and then also kind of want to be him, you know? Well, yeah, especially in Jedi, he's badass. He's badass. He comes out of the shadows. He's scary. When he first walks into Jabba's, uh, Jabba's palace, he's kind of he's kind of freaky looking. Looks like he got hit, you know, in a car accident or something. Somebody hit puberty. His nose smashed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's uh, let's see what else we got here. All right, let's take a break, and uh, I got some stuff. And uh, I, uh, Christy, I'm sure you better have brought more than. Oh that. yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. We'll we'll get to that. I side. think he wants to talk about sovereign class starships. Is that right? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then you two can. <laughs> We'll leave the room. We'll leave the room. <laughs> I'll get the gun. Yes. Hey, I sat here through all that game and stuff. Use a condom. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey, this is Dan, the laptop man from PC Laptops. Is your computer running like a slug or acting like it's possessed by demons? Does it crash all the time or act really funky? At PC Laptops, we can help. We can fix and upgrade any brand of desktop or laptop computer. It doesn't matter even if your strange brother-in-law infected it with evil spyware and viruses by mistake. We can fix it. In fact, we're so confident we can fix or upgrade your computer that if we can't fix it, we'll buy it from you. So bring your desktop or laptop computer, no matter what brand it is, into any one of our nine locations now for a free evaluation and virus scan. Or call us at one 877 596 SAVE. That's 1 596 SAVE. Or check us out at PCLaptops.com. And while you're there, become a PC Laptops 
Facebook fan and enter to win all kinds of crazy prizes. Because at PC Laptops, we love you. X-Mission has a new next-generation hosting platform called Stackable. Develop and test your web applications right on Stackable servers and push them to the live server with a single click. Test multiple versions of your site on Stackable and stop worrying about missing client deadlines altogether. You can increase or decrease server resources as your site traffic fluctuates. And Stackable will only bill you for what you use. Stackable will even load, balance everything for you at no additional cost. For more information, Please visit stackable.com. Dr. Volt's comic connection. Even Zach Shutt cannot escape the addictive powers of Dr. Volt's. They have everything and online at drvolts.com. Yes, uh, you can go and take a look there. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. Uh, here's I get email all the time from uh, Geek Show podcast uh, listeners who say, I, I want to get back into comics. What should I uh, take a look at? Now, I can make recommendations, but the best thing to do is just go in and see Dave. And, and, and I know why people are asking me. is because most comic book stores are real tight asses about letting you read the comics. They got them in plastic, and you have to buy them. Well, that's, that's different about Dr. Volts, is you can go in and, and just peruse. Take an hour, hour and a half, and uh, just take a look at what he's got, and you'll be able to decide which comics you want to look into. So uh, get your hold there. A hold is... Or you give him a list of comic books. He'll show you the previews magazine. Give him a list of stuff that you want put in your hold every Wednesday. So you don't have to be there when comic book day happens. Oh, that reminds me. Free comic book day. It's the first Saturday in May. And it's just what it says. Free comic books. There are special comic books that are made. It looks like it'll be May 1st this year. Uh, free comic books that are made specially for the day. Designed to get you hooked. Just like drugs, the first one is always free. So 2043 East, 3300 South. Not just comic books, but toys and statues and collectibles. Go see him. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Geek Show Podcast is recorded in front of a live studio audience. Uh, anyway, so I was, t- I was telling you, before we get to starting and welcoming you to the basement, this is uh, pre-internet marketing, because uh, we're coming up on the 30th anniversary of Empire Strikes Back. Greatest movie ever made. Uh, yes. And uh, I, was, uh, I was in uh, middle school, junior high, something like that. Couldn't drive. You were in junior high. I was. Thank you. I was 20. (laughs) (laughs) And I was swimming around. There was uh, in, I think it was in my my Starlog magazine or on a cereal box or something somewhere, uh, there was a telephone number that you could call to get updates on The Empire Strikes Back. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was essentially an answering machine with Anthony Daniels on it. Right. I remember that. And you called it and you say, hello, this is C-3PO, Human Cyborg Relations. And, uh, oh, uh, uh, yes, we destroyed the Death Star, but, oh, things are not good. And I remember that. And be sure to see. chills up my spine. I did, too. I'm talking about it and I'm getting chills. (laughs) Oh, wait, that's... Yeah, sorry. Well, that's, uh, <laughs> that's something else entirely. Uh, but uh, I remember him saying, and this is how I remembered the the date, uh, is that he would he would say it several times in the message. It was great marketing. So be sure to join us May the twenty first, nineteen hundred and eighty, for the Empire Strikes Back. That's that's how I know that it's that's the thirtieth anniversary. I May re- the twenty first. I remember getting my my white packet from Bantha Tracks. Yes. With the, with the glossy photos of everybody, the promotional photos, and I had the Empire Strikes Back uh, Rebel Alliance 
shoulder pad, mm-hmm. uh, shoulder patch that I stitched onto my Levi jacket. And, wow, oh, you were yeah. a geek. Oh, so I was we, 10. Well, with 3PO went, hey, C3PO. So we've got, uh, we've got uh, uh, the 30th anniversary of Empire Strikes Back and the second year anniversary of this podcast coming up in about the same weeks. Yeah. So we're thinking of doing something. So, wow, that means yeah. really So I'm started. looking at this right now. Movie night in May is going to be uh, the 30th. Mm-hmm. Three days Probably. after the anniversary. Mm-hmm. If we do something to celebrate the second anniversary and the second great you know, Star Wars movie, mm-hmm. um, the problem is to keep it in the theme, our enemy would have to win, and one of us has to get frozen. Someone has to lose an, uh, a hand. I volunteer yeah. you. Okay. <laughs> Fine. That's uh, okay. He's encased in carbonite. He'll come back fine. and I'll be Indiana Jones. And someone has to make out with their sister. Oh, uh, I can. That was the first. Uh, I don't thing have a sister. Be. I'm good. No way, I can. My sister. <laughs> my sister is not a blood relative, uh, but still, you know, uh, my creepy. my blood relative sister is actually a hot blonde. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> anyway, uh, sorry. Ew. Did it get weird? It's Utah. It's okay. That's what I get for speaking out loud. I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, we're I read the fan that. fiction. I know what you're we're talking about. about that. So uh, maybe we'll play around because we were planning a Batman movie, but uh, we'll see. Maybe something different. We'll talk to Jeff, yes, because he and you are in charge of that. Right. Yeah, if I go near movie night, Jeff punches me in the face. Or maybe we will do something different, something bigger. Something we'll work bigger on that. I have an idea. Uh, something bigger than just three candies. Yeah, maybe. Can I get in? <laughs> <laughs> Honey, your birthday. <laughs> All right, so you have. Uh, anyway, where were we? Chris <laughs> <laughs> had more questions. Uh, yes, Chris, uh, who was uh, paid to be here, and and uh, we thank you actually for, for, a good for, cause. for it's a good cause, and uh, you're helping us uh, finish the dreaded third program. Dreaded. <laughs> it's not that dreaded because I haven't been able to rock it as hard. My, uh, well, have I'm, you been, I'm there. Have you been drinking? Well, just not Those are yours? <laughs> yeah. Holy God. That's not, that's just a, that's okay. just a warm up. <laughs> yeah. Are you yeah. serious? It's like a pyramid of empties over there. Uh, yeah, those are no, and that one's... Okay, anyway. Yes, Chris, hello. Okay. <laughs> wow. Did, did you take advantage of my refrigerator as well? I you should. I sure have. I had one or two. Okay, good. <laughs> relax you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, uh, what, what, what else? Um, I got this book, and it's got a bunch of Star that's Trek. A wonderful it's a book. cool book. <laughs> Scott Pierce is going to run into the bathroom with that. <laughs> His boner just lifted the table. Wait. Okay, find your ship. Let's see it. Scott is very excited about uh, which one is it? Yeah, uh, my, my favorite would be the Defiant. I've always I liked the Defiant. Love I love the Defiant. Love the Defiant. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Carrie, Carrie, Carrie Jackson gave me a Defiant <laughs> exactly. Christmas tree one of once. Oh, like, it's it's a good one. I like the shuttlecrafts. Those are my favorite. Yeah, the Galileo is great. <laughs> I'm like the Nina. And the Santa Maria. Yeah, I'm 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 kind of a fan of the uh, a motion picture uh, Enterprise. Uh, Enterprise I have to admit, a. Enterprise A. Yeah, uh, I've always liked that, but boy, this new Enterprise is nice. Love it. it is. Uh, is it's the page stuck together? That's stuck. the one. That <laughs> is, Sovereign class. Wow. That's uh, the Enterprise E. And and right. seriously, if if you folks demand it, anybody listening, if you want a T-shirt of Scott Pierce riding on the back of a Sovereign class starship, uh, just just That'd demand be a really that big one. Just demand it on Facebook, and we will make it so. With him, with a cowboy hat. Yes. You know what else? Like the slim, the slim pickings from. Uh, yeah. That right I've on. forgotten about, and no, I'm not saying this was a good movie, but there are some really cool Romulan ships mm. in, uh, <laughs> in uh, 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 that last movie. Um, 
help me. Nemesis, thank you. The Star Wars geek had to help him there because he's holding this Trek spaceship porn, you know, and, and he just can't think because he's got his porn Look, in front of him. and see. It's all Star Trek. That's, that's the Antichrist. That would be for, like it. For, uh, you're, you're like my. You like when my daughter was trying to show me a Sesame Street book when she was two. I think C, these are clearly not to scale. Elmo. You think? C. C. Oh, don't you start on fucking scale. Can't, can't be to scale because oh, that one is way bigger yeah, than the Yeah, Bird others. of Prey is huge. Oh, they were huge. Yeah, that's huge. Uh, they were so huge. With a Y. Anyway, so uh, you had a question to go Well, Chris, <laughs> I was just going to say, Chris, uh, I hope Books? you... I Welcome hope, to the show. This is how it goes. I hope you enjoyed that book because uh, I'm afraid... So, give it back to him. I'm not taking Mr. it. Mr. Pierce is sweated all over it now. And, uh, oh, that's not sweat. No. Sweat. No. How could I sweat? That you, would be a nice Your book's been slimed. Yeah, you can clone it, uh, clone Scott with the DNA that's on there now. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> All right, question. Have you met my well, son? There's already a clone out there. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all pretty much answered it. It was just going to be what's your favorite class ship? And well, it, I don't Mario? have a favorite class ship. I like Star the Soyuz class. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> What's the one they all fly in? Well, then uh, that one. Yeah, that one. The one they all fly in. Uh, which? Uh, well, then the one what? from the movie. It was badass. Uh, what's uh, What's the ship? Then? My what? favorite ship of all time is the goddamn Millennium Falcon. Oh, well, that's pretty popular. Yeah. Uh, oh, a piece of junk. <laughs> I was what's, what's the What's the one well, in Last Starfighter? The Last think, Starfighter. That was. Yeah. What's that one? I think it was called the Last Starfighter. That was a great movie. <laughs> Great they're making a sequel to that one, even though the first one's called The Last Starfighter, and they're making another fucking Starfighter. Oh, it's called For Reels. Yeah, it's called The Last Starfighter. We really mean it this time. <laughs> I swear to God. For Reels. <laughs> Signed by George Lucas. My, my favorite, my very favorite Starship in anything was the, uh, the Serenity from Firefly, because it oh. looked real, it felt real, and the, the practical sets on it, the, the fact that they could go back and forth across it. I had an affinity for that. Piece and of junk. It was a piece of junk, but I like piece of junk ships. Well, in the in track, it would be the Enterprise C. I quite liked the look of the C. C. You liked the Ambassador class? I did. I liked the C. Well, that was a great what episode. About, but... What about the spaceship and the Explorers? <laughs> That's made out of trash cans. <laughs> but uh, as far as favorite starships, I uh, Battlestar Galactica. I was going to say I love the Galactica. Mm-hmm. The Galactica, well, the Viper. Really? I've always liked a beautiful thing. Always like the bike. My AMC model kit saw lots of I have of to say that one of my favorite things ever in all of all of geekdom was the episode of Galactica where the Pegasus took out like two base ships. Now you're just, talking the original show? No, no, the, no, the new one. The he new doesn't one. have a favorite episode of the original. Where where Leodama was being a badass? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Although I thought later, why didn't they wreck the Galactica? It was way older. They could have kept the Pegasus. Because then it wouldn't have been Battlestar Galactica (laughs) anymore. But they could have changed the name. Yeah. We'll rename the ship. As much as there's Star Trek versus Star Wars, I think there's Vipers versus X-Wings. Vipers a better ship? Well, the Viper Viper was kind of a ripoff of the X-Wing, but I don't care. They looked better. I just thought they looked better. And they looked like if they were in a... Fight, you'd want to be in that mm-hmm. bike. What's the X Wing formation all about, anyway? Really? <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> why, did those, why did those wings even do that? Why about the Y? I, I love that ship. Yeah. Does he know that? Come on, Brian. What's the deal? Huh? Why? Well, it actually spread the laser cannons out wider. She actually had a, a wider laser. That is spread. cool, yeah. Uh, I know that the original idea was to uh, look because like a biplane. It's cool to say lock S foils and attack positions. I thought they were X foils. That's an, They're S foils. That's an excellent answer. Big red. Ready for attack. Why S? 
Huh? What does it mean? Be- because the foil was S-shaped. The foil's shaped like an S? Yeah. The, the foil's on the Flim Jam. Looks like an X to me. Shut the... What the hell are you guys talking about? Anyway. Um, yeah, S-wing, so. S-wing fighters don't fly very well. <laughs> they, just go around, they just go around in a spiral. <laughs> this was a horrible idea. There's, there's, a, there's a guy with a gyro, uh, gyro uh, cockpit in the middle going, whoop, 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 whoop. Uh, what's the ship name from the um, Ice Pirates? The, what, the one pirates? with the space herpes. Uh, pirates. That was that was Lee Horsley, wasn't it? <laughs> I was going to say SSS Horsley. Yeah, Lee Lee Horsley was in that. He was an ice pirate, and they had the space herpes in the cargo hold. Mm-hmm. You know, freaked out. Yeah, that's a. It was space movie. herpes. Yeah, they had space herpes. <laughs> I was going to ask the spaceship from Mac and Me, which is <laughs> the <started> ET <laughs> or McDonald's. Uh, anyway, so while we're uh, talking about uh, incredibly uh, crazy ideas. Governor Shatner, anyone? No. Yes, moving there. No, no. No. Anyone? Anyone? No, because we have no proof that it's the real Shatner. What? You know, unless we see whether he's got a scar on his face or if he's lit differently. Well, you will. Okay. Uh, uh, Now, in Canada, the role of the governor general is pretty much just a ceremonial thing. He doesn't really have any power. Prime Minister is like the the president here, basically. (laughs) Um, Queen Elizabeth II is still technically the head of state, but it's the Prime Minister that runs things. Uh, The Governor General is her representative, the Queen's representative. Did you know they have a witch hunter general there, too? I did not know that. It's probably a socialist program. Uh, The current Governor General is uh, Michelle Jean, will soon be ending her term. In recent weeks, there have been more and more calls for Canada to bring home one of its greatest sons. William Shatner. Not only is there a Facebook page. And if Shatner, Facebook got Betty White to host Saturday Night Live. Everything's based on Facebook pages now. Facebook and tweets. Uh, <laughs> Shatner's name keeps coming up in mainstream Canadian press. Have you heard him speak French? No. It's oh, mon Dieu. He's a, he's a Quebecer. He, he grew up speaking French. He didn't even speak English until he was in That's country. how he seduces women. Yeah, he does. Parlez-vous. On My penance. My Penis. All right. That's, that's French for penis. <laughs> yes. Uh, now a new uh, poll at the Mark News. Shatner is the clear flunt, uh, front runner for front this runner? front 39% in a field of 10 potential. He's beating, well, he's beating a paraplegic athlete. <laughs> <laughs> With a stick. An activist named Rick Hansen. And uh, in a distant second, Leonard Cohen. Leonard Cohen? Who the hell is Leonard, the Leonard Cohen? Leonard Cohen is a Music? folk singer, uh, yeah. Chelsea Hotel, Everybody late knows. 60s. Actually did most of the songs from um, Natural Born Killers. Why There's did a couple I, of good songs from that. So, <laughs> what about Gordon Lightfoot? Uh, shit, but Leonard Cohen is also the uh, godfather of Rufus Rainwhite. And, uh, and Wayne Rainwhite? Yeah, Rufus <laughs> that. You know him. <laughs> Great singer, that Rufus Rainwhite. Hey. So they asked Shatner, what do you think of this? Well, he of course uh, he wanted to be queen. He didn't hold the press. <laughs> he didn't hold the press conference. He tweeted. tweeted. Uh, his daughter tweeted for him. Yeah, since he can't get his giant fucking sausage fingers off anything anymore. And uh, <laughs> they're all bloated from sausage. I, I don't understand. Why can't I type? Why can't I'm, I button my do soup do jackets do? anymore? I'm sorry. The fingers you have used the dial are too fat. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. I know it's so, an absentee parent. But so, yeah, he had his assistant tweet. Um, <laughs> at least it wasn't his wife because, you know, she was in the pool. <laughs> oh, <laughs> too soon? <laughs> too soon? <laughs> Is it too soon? No. no. When will she come out of the pool? 
Everybody out of the pool. You too, Mrs. Shatner. Uh, let's see. So here, here's what he tweeted. Where did this go? This is just tasteful. Chris paid to be here. I just want to. He tweeted something. He tweeted, I'm being drafted by various groups to run for governor general in Canada. Would they, would they accept me if I campaign for salmon's rights? And is there a buffet? <laughs> my best. He, my always best. Ends, he always ends with my best. My best. And then he ends it with Denny Crane. Speaking of Twitter, I have breaking news breaking from Twitter. News from Twitter. Uh-oh. It's the Uh-oh. only news source you need. <laughs> Zach Clark is at the Sinclair on 1365 North, Highway 89 in Layton. Fuck you, Zach Clark. More as this story develops. <laughs> Why do people do that shit? Wait a minute. I fucking hate it. That's why I hate Twitter. He's just at the Chevron? I don't know. It's hooked up to his four square, wherever the fuck that is. What? Four square? He's hanging out. I don't give a shit when people run out of goddamn Splenda. I don't, like. (laughs) You know, just for that, I'm getting on uh, on Twitter, and I'm going to let you know all about my Splenda condition. Fuck your Splenda. Yeah. It's made of it's made of sugar. Just like I don't give a shit about your people. fucking daily routines. If I wanted to know, I'd call you and ask you what are you doing. What, are you doing? what if I had a high colonic? Wouldn't you want to hear about that? that? Jimmy is a smart guy. Ah, Jesus Christ! But we're trying to get Pierce to tweet. Tweet Pierce. Tweet. We got... <laughs> <laughs> it, it sounds like you're. That's you'll, he'll listen to you. I... But you, also, you also get stuff like this from uh, Judah Freelander. Oh. It says, the only yeah. place farting is, is legal in Spain is in elevators. I was going to say, my pussy itches. <laughs> that was the other tweet. Fuck <laughs> it. Um, uh, Jimmy, no, we're trying I'm to get, just glad I'm not the one swearing the most today. We're, ju- we're just trying to get Mr. Pierce to tweet because we're telling him that, say, you know, I mean, with the whole newspaper thing, and uh, you were you were talking about this last time we got together. and we're, my cheers. We're trying. No one's going to buy tickets I want to my you newspaper. Tweet. I want you to tweet. But the first time you mention Splenda, I'm coming at you with everything I've got. <laughs> what I, to- what I told I'll him do is- a separate tweet just for you. And it's the Splenda report. And Zach's going to help him with it. He's, he's going to yeah. get some sort I'll of I'll do it. I hope not name. Zach Clark, right? No. God, no. no. He's, no, he's at Sinclair. He's <laughs> busy. You know, if you're, if you're baking with brown sugar and Splenda, you need to make sure it's an even mix of Splenda and brown sugar or it overpowers the Something Rolling Stones oh, song yeah. that went awry. <laughs> Where's the gun? I'm, uh, I'm retweeting at uh, Zach and asking him to pick me up some fucking funyuns and a condom <laughs> and some dignity. Just just one condom. Don't I don't want a package. I just point. want one. Oh, just dinosaurs. Uh, anyway, but we're going to get Mr. Pierce to start tweeting TV stuff. So who are we paying to pretend to be Scott Pierce? <laughs> Maybe that doll of Derek's. Hmm, not Zach, that's for sure. Uh, anyway, let's uh, let's continue here. Uh, Chris, did you have anything? Because I've got uh, some quick stuff here. You know, right if they could have gotten rid of all the people inside it, the Voyager was kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> the M5, perhaps? Sorry. I liked the Phoenix from Battle of the Planets. Oh, that was that a cool was shit. Bullshit. Oh yeah, because oh, oh, you had because you had a four wheeler and you had a motorcycle. I got I got to throw this out to Dave Ingram, the Yamato from Star Blazers was badass. Because mm. I mean, you know, it was a World what War II the, submarine. What about the Imperial cruisers? Huh? What about the Imperial cruisers? Interdictor. I like them. Yeah. <laughs> Barely newer. Interdictor. Interdictor. Barely newer. What? Yeah, I like that. Right. Anyway. What? Oh, the SDF-1 was badass. What's that? Super Dimensional Fortress 1. 
It's, uh, it's a Zentradi battleship that crashed on Earth, and then they welded a couple of, uh, of uh, cruisers to its arms. All right. What Chris. is that from? Chris. Back to Chris. <laughs> we're talking Starship. Chris paid to be here. Where is that from? I, we're going to... Oh, thank right. you. Yes. So this is for our uh, Star Wars enthusiast over there. Uh, all right, Brian. <laughs> Who do you mean? <laughs> oh, take it okay. All right. So Brian's going to dump. Brian's going to take the... Oh, uh, sorry. There you go. Brian is Brian from uh, BigShinyRobot.com. Swankmotron is his name. How did yes. I get dragged into this? I, mean, <laughs> Star Wars I thought he was just a Star Trek fan, but he's a Star Wars fan too. So I have only met one person that can actually answer this question. Oh. But <laughs> Challenge. And, oh. Challenge Very much so. <laughs> For 4,000 dignity points. <laughs> <laughs> um, in, your, in Star Wars... The Empire, like all the ships in the prequels, are all fancy and stuff. I mean, if you're going to actually go, why are they so, not like the special effects or anything, why are they so not fancy Cause in they're, the originals? They're really cool in the prequels, and then they're kind of uh, old really tech and old in the in the. Uh, uh, Take a look at the society that Naboo was, okay? They're this peaceful Venetian city. Art, art deco. They're this art deco city. Yeah. And the Rebel Alliance is a group of ragtag assholes who are scraping everything together that they can. And pirates. And, and pirates, yeah. Like, uh, of course it makes sense that their ships aren't as cool. And if you look at the ships that the Empire and the Republic uses, they take a natural, logical progression from the prequels to those ships. The Rebels have pieces of junk. Boom! Holy and shit! The, well, and, and to even to even uh, expand on that, the Empire of the original series was from a, a an industrialized military machine, whereas the the old Republic was actually quite elegant and caught up. You know, they they actually used science to explain things instead of mysticism. By the time you get to the original the original three. Everything's caught up in mysticism, and uh, the Jedi, they didn't have a scientific explanation for what they did. They were just magicians, and the ships were just military ships. There was no real so was romance like or elegance to it. post-Bush administration. Exactly. <laughs> kind of, yeah. I thought that the prequels were the Bush administration. <laughs> they kind of were. Yeah. That's what I was told. Right, Brian? Right? I, I, I'm right, aren't I? They were, and Jar Jar was Congress. Jar Jar was Congress. <laughs> Episode 4 is called Yes, We Can. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, if you think about it, I actually wrote some stuff on Huffington Post about this in Attack of the Clones was right. R- Attack of the Clones came out right during the lead up to the Iraq War, and uh, Palpatine manipulates Congress into giving him power he shouldn't have. This and Jar Jar gives it to him the same way Congress mm-hmm. gave Bush. I thought it was just a thinly veiled <laughs> exploration of how Polk managed to talk Congress into letting him invade Mexico. Ariana Huffington was very pleased with that story. <laughs> 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 no, I. I because of the business, <laughs> Brian is absolutely right. Because of the business I'm in, I listen to talk radio, and there were a lot of right-wing talk show hosts when the prequels were coming out, saying what clearly it's a liberal Hollywood blah 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 blah. But it it was it, that's what he was writing was the was Bush Vietnam administration, the Vietnam's yeah. yeah yeah exactly okay anyway uh, thank you. Chris? You got anything else? Because you did pay. I, I I have some quick news here, but since you paid, you you direct. It's all about vaginas. Anyway. You, it is. Yeah, that is. Yes. Uh, I guess not. Okay. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that's Star Wars question. Just 
That's fine. Blew me out and of the water. As much as the shit that I give, <laughs> I actually agree with everything about, Brian about said Star Wars. That was a good goddamn that. answer. Oh, that no. was a great answer. That was a great no, answer. No. <laughs> Seriously, uh, Brian, it's BigShinyRobot.com. Brian, oh, we, we agreed with you without a gun. We <laughs> we kid him about his almost blind love of Star Wars, but uh, and I shouldn't even say that because I know that it's not that at all. Yes, it is. But but <laughs> but I still you, hate the goddamn prequels. But you, you need to read what this guy uh, puts down out there, and he does contribute. On Huffington Post. So, uh, Brian, but Brian, Brian it, was, it was a very good answer. Brian Young. It was excellent <laughs> on uh, Huffington Post. You could look for it. I thought it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that answer. Okay, <laughs> man. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, okay. Now, uh, this uh, movie, Scott Pilgrim, uh, that is coming out based on a comic book. Uh, here's a problem that you might like to have. Well, sort of, if you were the filmmaker. Um, I the, have too much money. It's not even that. <laughs> it, it goes back to that thing we were talking about on the last um, episode about anticipation. Uh, comic book writer Brian Lee O'Malley has a problem that most movie studios would kill for. Too so many people freaking out about it? An abundance of highly zealous fans eager to see his work up uh, on the screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's walking a tightrope between appeasing loyal readers of the comic and uh, trying to draw a wider uh, audience, a more right. mainstream audience. Right. I fall right into that category. He says he's trying to manage fan expectations, but to no available. It, it's totally out of his control. Uh, well, it's Derek Hunter's fault. And, and it is. It really is. Uh, he, he says, uh, here's, here's the deal. Uh, when the trailer for the movie hit the Internet on March 25th, it crashed the Apple server. Oh. Uh, topped the trend. Some work. Yeah, topped the trending topics on Twitter, sent the uh, first volume of the comic... Uh, Scott Pilgrim's Precious Little Life into the top 100 sellers at Amazon. Uh, by internet standards, it's a rousing success before it even opens. Poor Brian Lee O'Malley. And uh, the buzz has driven sales of the graphic novel even more than Watchmen when when that was going around. Uh, but uh, he's he's trying to get everyone calm down. Don't get your expectations up. Uh, uh, calm. Because he's worried about bad word of mouth. Because the internet works that quickly and the against you. you this is what exactly. So uh, he's trying to get everybody to calm down. What what a problem to have. See, yeah, I wouldn't. I would. Oh God, that you can't even pay for that kind of publicity to, to have people freak out over that. I mean, and I fall like I said, I fall right into that category. I never heard about the graphic novels, and I saw that trailer. And I go, that looks good. And then Vice actually gave me his copies, and I'm reading it right now, and I love it. And so I'm excited for it. And who would ever get mad at people getting excited about your movie? Like, I, I think it's, it's not it's, mad. He's worried. He's worried. He's worried. It's worried. It's a phantom, phantom menace. Well, yeah. Sorry, not the word mad, but more worried. But that fuck it. Like you could that you can't pay sorry, for how that. Many, kind of how many no, people? How many people were worrying about whether or not Phantom Menace was going to be a, a, a grand slam from yeah. the, the? We we saw the commercials and the trailers, and we're all just like, oh, yeah. I guarantee you, the people behind Kick Ass would. would Die for that kind of oh, publicity, yeah. and well, they kind of had some of that for yeah, a while. Well, first, not to that extent; they didn't crash the server. Brian Lee yeah. O'Malley, though, this has been like his uh, baby, baby. baby. for what since what? Like at least, well, probably half a de- decade. Yeah, yeah. this is it's all, taken it, a long time for all these to come out. It's like Derek with Pirate Club. Yeah. I mean, it's it's he's that close. He to writes it, it he mm-hmm. draws it, he inks it. I think he inks it. I don't know. He does. He does all. Yeah, that. he does everything, and it's. Uh, yeah, and it's I'd fun. be worried it's, too. It's a cute read. I I can see that because you don't want anybody to walk up to tell your well, baby's ugly. And it kind of shows you that you have some. It kind of <laughs> shows that you have some baby. integrity too, because I mean, yeah, he's he he is worried that people don't take it too far because it is what it is. The Scott Pilgrim is a really cool comic. It's a lot of fun to read. It's not. 
I wouldn't call it groundbreaking by any means. His illustration is not amazing. It's really cool and really well done, but it's not, you know, the next revolution or the next wave of comics. I, uh, I and see, I, I finally read a, a bunch of them. I thought the first one was a little slow. The first one is a little slow until and, you get to that fight at the end. And I think that's that's that was the problem that that the comic had a lot of times. It starts off a little slow, and and uh, then it, once you get there, oh, you're stuck, and, and you have to thing. buy them that's all. That's the way it starts out. It starts out mm-hmm. like this nice, normal little story mm-hmm. about this slacker idiot, and then it slowly turns into a. Action video game, yeah. Sci-fi throwdown. The, the fact that he actually oh. had to pick coins up off the gr- uh, off the ground after he defeated one of the evil <laughs> ex-boyfriends and the leveling up it's it's going to be great fun. But yeah, it, I think he's got a valid concern. You do have to worry about people. Look look how much we have to dampen down people's expectations about Geek Show. Right, I, every week they're like, oh my no, god, what's wow. going to happen next? Yeah. As much as I want uh, the trailer, <laughs> the, tra- the trailer does get me excited. I I, I want Michael Sarah to, to do something different. And it's not going to be different for him, I don't think. Well, he's going to be playing a twenty-something guy that he's going to play what he plays every time, and it's a good it's a good one-liner joke. But you know, it gets old after a while. Could but, you know? Could that be uh, <clears throat> the problem with this movie? Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah could turn out to be the problem with this movie. Is that everyone will say, well, it's just another Michael well, Sarah vehicle? I'm going to throw, out, I'm gonna throw out the Woody Allen card on this one. People still see Woody Allen movies, and he's been playing Woody Allen since. It, and like I said, Woody it's Allen a good movie. joke. It's a good ploy that he plays, but hmm. do, huh? you, do you grow tired of it? Uh, anyway, um, we probably won't be getting any more James Bond movies, apparently. Uh, the studio Ever? can't pull their head out of their Fuck. ass. Fuck, they were just getting good. Well, the last one. Uh. Oh, well, no, I like the last one, too. Is Ever? It MP- is it MGM? Well, if M- we do, it won't be. It is MGM. They're in big financial trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we do get another James Bond movie, it won't be uh, this current guy. It won't be, what's his name? Daniel Craig? Craig? Daniel Craig. Really? Which breaks my heart, because I think he is, Shit. it's heresy to say, but I'll say it, the best James Bond the best ever. Bond. Like awesome. If it's not Connery, it's him. Well, and he, he fits the part of Bond more like Ian Fleming's books. I mean, mm-hmm. he's, Bond's not pretty. That's it's never supposed to be pretty. He's, but he's gorgeous. Well, Daniel Craig is, yeah, but he looks like he could, he he looks good with his face fucked up, whereas, mm-hmm. you know, Pierce Brosnan just looks like Pierce Brosnan. It's, it's <clears throat> Well, and, and you believed that, uh, that this Daniel guy, Craig could mess you up. That he could do all that <laughs> yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, when I was watching those, uh, the last one, I was like, man, I never want to get hit by James Bond. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and where like he hits fucking hard. Where when it was, uh, Pierce Brosnan, Roger, like, when it was Roger. Roger Moore, you, you, you thought, I could take him. Yeah. So I could slap. take Roger Moore. Yeah, Angie Dickinson. I will bitch slap him into next week. That I will wrinkly old turd. I will <laughs> steal his scarf and strangle yeah, him. I could get information out of him by tickling him with a feather. That's right. <laughs> uh, he'd probably pay you to tickle him with a feather. Uh, and then let's see, uh, speaking of movie franchises, Jack Ryan. Uh, it yeah. looks, uh, Please say it's not Ben Affleck. He's back. been played by a young guy, an old guy, a middle-aged guy. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, they're going to continue the franchise, and uh, Captain Kirk is Jake Ryan. Oh, hmm. I can live with that. Chris Pine. I'd like to invest in this. Uh, yeah, I think he'll I, I just he'll want someone right. to make a character out of uh, Chris Pine's character from Smoking Aces. The crazy blueberries, the crazy redneck hillbilly. <laughs> it wasn't to, random at all. No, I need to see. No, that. I, I just haven't it's, seen. It's it. it's a great character. He's completely unhinged, nutcase. The first one's great. The second one's a pile of shit. Oh, well, it was direct video. Uh, how did you like him in the Princess Diaries two? I did not see the Princess <laughs> no. Diaries two. Look at me, Scott. 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 Look at me. Why would I watch the Princess Diaries two? <laughs> but let me ask a question. He would go. Into I the... haven't even seen the Princess Diaries two. <laughs> I walked into the room while one of my daughters was watching. Oh, it. Holy crap, that's Chris Pine. He's in this movie. <laughs> Captain Kirk, what are you doing? Beam him out, quick. Uh, anyway, so this is, uh, this is uh, the working title is called uh, Moscow. I don't uh, know if it'll be Jack I wonder Ryan where it takes Moscow. place. 
Uh, <laughs> Idaho. <laughs> well, let's see. <laughs> Clearly it's Idaho. Uh, the movie will pick up with Jack Ryan not long after his stint in the Marines, before he's joined the CIA. So it's a prequel. Is it a prequel to the prequel? But after his time as a Cub Scout. Yes. Well, he's a Wall Street stockbroker, an occupation that will pay heavily, play heavily into the script. In the Clancy novels, Jack Ryan was a successful financial analyst in Baltimore for Merrill Lynch. Yawn. All right. Just I just fell the, out of it. Get to the car chase. I don't care. When's the nuke blow up? Yeah. Uh, and then let's see. Uh, finally, uh, oh. 24 is ending. No more 24. <laughs> like forever. Yeah. Like for, well, maybe a movie. Maybe a movie. No, they're going to make a movie called yeah. Two. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, two, maybe two and a quarter. And somehow, and somehow he's going to manage. Somehow he's going to manage to get from Los Angeles to New York in two Actually, hours and stop a bomb when, from exploding. When they killed his girlfriend this last time, oh, that I, watched, God. I was just like, "Fuck, I, I can't even." Watch Who cares? Anymore. It's just a movie of Keith Sutherland riding a plane and watching The Blind Side. Well, even <laughs> even you gave up on it. No, I'm still going to finish watching it. But I'm just like, oh, but, I can't but watch you it threw anymore. your hands up. Yeah, and you've always been the biggest Bauer booster. I still love Jack Bauer. I mm-hmm. watch it with my little Jack Bauer. By really? The I want to slap him. Hmm? I fucking dare you. <laughs> That's true. He has a lot more bar fighting experience than I do. That's true. All right. And then finally, um, uh, this Marvel-Disney uh, union is bearing fruit every day. We see it's uh, Ultimate Spider-Man, the cartoon. No. So if you're a reader... Huh? Because what Spider-Man. we need is another Spider-Man, Spider-Man. cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. There's only been 20. Well, this one... Uh, now, here's the, here's the, the thing. Uh, it's Ultimate Spider-Man has been a very good comic book. It's been a, re- a reimagining of uh, the Spider-Man mythos. It's been very popular. Uh, they're making it for the Disney XD channel. Uh, it's going to premiere in the fall of 2011. But here's the troubling bit from the Marvel release. Ultimate Spider-Man will be a unique journey exploring our favorite web-slinger as he teams up with other fan-favorite Marvel superheroes in never-before-seen stories with a new life filled with great challenges, new friends. Anyway, never-before-seen stories? That's impossible. Why couldn't... Well, there's that. And why couldn't they just take the Ultimate Spider-Man comic that Brian Michael Bendis has written... And just animate the damn thing, because it was really good. Why can't your dog open a doggy door? (laughs) (laughs) Something broke your your midget Wookiee. Yeah. uh, That's a lazy fucking dog. (laughs) Don't you enable him. He's old. I don't know what his deal is. You just, call it lazy. <laughs> yeah, I call it old. He's just sitting there looking at that heavy, heavy dog door. Just I going, know. Just going, oh, fuck me. I, I got to piss, man. I don't know what his problem is. I, oh. He's been doing that lately. And it's just like, you know, you've used those doors all your life. What the fuck? <laughs> We're just sitting here recording. I heard, and I, he was noisier was in the Marcus damn garden. In the back yeah. <laughs> oh, that is the sound Marcus makes. Oh, I don't buy my ticket. <laughs> All right. Anyway, that's a, that's a good place to end, I think. Uh, okay. So uh, thank you, Chris. Thanks for joining us. Thank, thank you. you for, uh, Thanks for uh, supporting doing the it? death of uh, that. <laughs> I hope it's everything you expected and more. Oh, yes, it was. was. this just horrifying for you, really? Oh, I enjoyed every minute of it. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. I'm a little horrified by it, usually. <laughs> he is. He... I have to go home and take a shower. <laughs> well, the, he baking goes... soda in a cheese grater. Yeah. <laughs> he, he takes... Pierce takes Pierce takes what he laughingly refers to as the rape shower. <laughs> oh, that's where he lays in the yeah and cries in the fetal Rocky position. Back and yeah. Like Glenn Close in uh, the Big Chill. It's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. It looks like that. 
Hey. Uh, anything we uh, want to uh, pass along? Sackshot.com. Uh, Nope, I'm, I'm good. You good there? All, all right. right. Uh, come come to the Grimley's page on Facebook. Uh, we're gonna have coloring pages for you, so it'll be fun. Uh, Geekshowpodcast.com. Don't forget uh, our uh, Facebook page. Our Twitter is starting to grow. Uh, yeah, oh, my Twitter is growing. It's being updated too. So uh, buy our stuff. Otherwise, I'm just gonna play a Marcus and just take it all away. So and, you can't buy it. If you want, and, a, uh, if you want a T-shirt of Scott Pierce writing a sovereign class, start a campaign. Make a Facebook page. We'll make, it, we'll make it happen. We will make it happen. I would happen. rather be Governor General. <laughs> I'd rather be Witch Hunter General of Saskatchewan. That would be cool, though. That would be very cool. Yeah. Uh, let's see, anything else? Oh, uh, ride more ham. Yes. Go away.